It's gonna be good. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be better. I can't wait. Make my move. Live for the day. Sing like a bird. Fly like a plane. Come spill with me, Jenny D. beautiful people. Thank you so much for joining me with another episode of Spill With Me, Jenny D. I am just so thrilled. and I'm like a little kid at a candy store because I have this beautiful guest. And if you don't know Kia Tomlin, then there's something wrong with you. Okay. If you're from Pittsburgh and you don't know Kia Tomlin, <laughs> well, you're going to get to know her today on my podcast. Kia, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. This is just amazing. Like the things that you're doing. I mean, when I first met you, it was at that business, Women in Business at PNC Correct. Park. And you were up there speaking and I thought, oh, she is just so wonderful. Everything <laughs> like what you were saying and what you're doing. And I just, I felt like we knew each other from a long time ago, you know, and I just, you know, for you to come on my podcast, I just really appreciate you and being here at Mink, you know, with Amy Taylor, this is just such a thrill for me, but I want people to know who is Kia Tomlin. (laughs) Well, first, I just want to say that I think the reason we connected so well at that event is um, I think we have similar backgrounds, kind of mom first, but this kind of creative streak that um, really wanted to kind of get out and out from under um, the mom title. So I definitely think that that's probably a, a bit of a connection there. <laughs> it's so true. It is so true. Now, did you reinvent yourself? Like, what were you doing before? Did you have a career in something else before you're the owner and designer? I went straight from college to wife to mom. Yes, that sounds mm-hmm. like me. <laughs> it really does. And when I, I think it was when I was 49, I re- COVID, mm-hmm. I realized I really needed to take a jump start and look back and say, what is my path? Now, when did when was that for you to own your own business? Um, so really, I so I had sewn and designed my entire life, um, always just as a hobby. Never dreamed of doing it as a business or working in the fashion industry. Um, really, I kind of attribute it to I just never growing up. I never knew what all you could do in the fashion industry. All I thought about was you're either big time like Ralph Lauren or you're the little old lady in the alteration shop. Right. And I didn't see myself as either of those. I just thought it was a hobby. And so I went on to study. Um, I was actually a pre-med major. And then, <laughs> wow. and then after getting married after college, realizing that that didn't quite fit into um, my husband's career that was just starting to take off as well. And so kind of shelved it. And in the meantime, um, a friend's mother who knew I had always wanted to, you know, go to medical school was kind of helping me think it through. And she said, well, you know, figure out what you love to do and find a way to make money doing it. And I have always, always designed and sewed since I was a little girl. And so that obviously was what I loved to do. And so then I just had to figure out how to make money doing it. So when uh, when was the first, uh, what was the year that you started, you opened up your doors for Um, your fashion? So for probably t- 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 my my son was born, so maybe 2000, 2001. In 2000, you started it? Okay. Yes, and I started with um, custom wedding gowns. No way. Jumped right in, jumped right into the big You're stuff. You're kidding me. 
Now, where did you have this? Did you have a website or did you have this on like at a store? No. So I did it from home and I would advertise word of mouth. We lived in a a beautiful community in in Tampa, Florida that had a, you know, a monthly uh, news magazine that would go out and I would advertise in there. and, And that's pretty much how I got my clientele. Now, mind you, I had one and then two babies, so it wasn't like I was trying to take on, you know, very much. Yeah, (laughs) I just wanted something to um, keep me busy, feel independent, feel like I was doing something, a little pin money. Oh, exactly. (laughs) And when you're passionate about something, it doesn't feel like a job. Right. Right? And Mm -hmm. if you can pick your own hours, like, you know, with me being a podcaster, I can kind of pick and choose my own Mm -hmm. hours. You being a designer, you can pick and choose your own hours, too, especially Mm -hmm. when you're doing the family and working and trying to keep that balance. How did you how did you do that? Or is it busier now for you now that your kids are older? Um, It's busier now for me, but that was intentionally. Um, I always, you know, worked from home, worked around their schedules. And then with the goal of once they, you know, started needing me less and knowing that once they start needing me less, then either I'm going to be sad and bored or I better find something to do with myself that I love to do. And so that was always my plan is as they got older, then I would kind of ramp up my business. And I will say it kind of took off faster and sooner than I had planned, but really it was once my third kid was in school, that's when I decided to get a studio space outside of the home so I could kind of get away from the laundry and the cooking and the cleaning and all the home distractions and just focus on work for the few hours a day that I had and then, you know, come back to um, full-time mom. It's so true. I mean, when you're in the environment, when you're at home, you always think, I got to throw a load of laundry in. You know, I got (laughs) to check my, you know, the doctor's offices. Like, when are the kids Mm going to do this? I'm going to make sure I've got their client. Like, it is the balance of being a stay-at-home mom plus having your own business. Mm-hmm. And for me, I mean, just seeing your line, I feel like you're blowing up everywhere. Like so <laughs> many you. people know about <laughs> you and they just love what you're doing. So tell us a little bit about your attire. So you have the NFL. Correct. And then you have the everyday wear. Correct. Okay. So, so give us a little bit about each of those. Yeah. So really the everyday wear was born out of my custom design business. So I, like I mentioned I used to do wedding gowns. Um, I stopped doing wedding gowns once I realized that brides are crazy and I didn't want to work <laughs> with them. Bridezellas. <laughs> yes. And so then I moved on to um, just you know, evening wear, custom wear. So the majority of my clients were, for the most part, they were women that were harder to fit, couldn't find things on the rack that they looked good in. Um, a lot of mother of the groom, mother of the bride, didn't want the matronly offerings that yes. were in the store. Right. And so that was pretty much my clientele. So I I really became um, really experienced and talented, I would say, in fitting a variety of body types, which is one thing that they don't teach you at design school. Um, Most design students just learn how to um, dress and fit and style for that perfect size six body. Um, I was having to do that for women of every size and shape, which... um, is really, I'm really pleased, you know, proud of. That's a really unique experience that I had. Um, but as that business was taking off, and once I moved into out of the home and into my own studio space, um, I could no longer wear, like go to work or work from home in my pajamas and my sweats and my, <laughs> I know. And my or just leggings. like halfway when yes. you're doing a Zoom call. <laughs> yes. So now I had to wear real clothes to work because I'm meeting clients. I'm, I'm, you know, front facing at my storefront, and um, I very quickly realized that the the closet full of beautiful clothes that I had were not suitable for the type of work I was doing. I had, you know, a lot of silk blouses and dry cleanable pants and, you know, that kind of thing. And business suits. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I wanted something that was 
um, more functional for the type of work I was doing, but also functional because I had a family life and, and young children at home, and I still had a lot of running around to do. And I also maybe want to go out in the evening and just right. a lot of multitasking that I didn't want to have to constantly be changing, changing clothes, your clothes for. Yes. So I created um, a dress. Really, it was just for myself um, to be kind of my uniform so I could get up in the morning, not think about what I was going to wear, put this one dress on, know that I could run my kids, do my errands, meet with customers and look right. professional. I could still, you know, climb up on cutting tables and scooch around on the floor <laughs> doing hems. And then at the end of the day, after maybe going out to a nice place for dinner and cocktails, you I still just, feel like you look nice. Yes, I still look beautiful. Just changed shoes and a little jewelry and then threw it in the washing machine at the end of the day. I love that. And versatile. so, yes. yes. And so that dress, which now is our best selling signature dress, people would, since I wore it every day, people yes. would stop me on the street and ask me where I got my dress. What does it look like, honey? Is it, it is, um, well, we have spawned several different versions now, but okay. the original version is um, fitted, sleeveless. It has a cow neckline. It has deep pockets. Um, I love just that. Just seaming. Um, it's a very flattering seaming, and it's all made out of a bamboo sweatshirt fleece, which is the staple um, oh my fabric that we use for our, our brand. And so that's how the brand started. And then as I started um, selling more of them, I started seeing women who loved the dress, loved the design, yes. but they, um, it maybe didn't look perfect on them because right. of their body shape. And so the custom designer in me is always working to fix that and find a solution. So I would design, you know, now we have that dress in a relaxed version for women that have a, um, a fuller um, waistline. We have right. it in a plus size. We have it in long sleeve. So that's really how the overall collection grew and grew to the size that it is today. And then a few years ago, um, the NFL collection came about because there is, you know, we realized that. That's incredible, by the way. <laughs> because, I mean, it is so true. Because when you go to these games, or, you know, and there's people selling the T-shirts on the mm -hmm. side of the road, or, you know, there's, I find that a lot of them are, like, they're just boxy T-shirts. It's yeah. not like they're giving you that V-line or that nice, like, right. form-fitting like, form T-shirt. So, yes, tell us more about that. That's incredible. Yeah, so I, I realized that, um, you know, having been spent my entire marriage in, in football, <laughs> um, and I, you know, I look back and I never wore the football apparel. I never paid much attention to it. I just wasn't that type of um, a fan to right. go out and buy the apparel. Um, but I realized that, you know, it was probably because I just didn't care for the offerings that were out there and that if I designed something that I would wear and I would buy, maybe right. there are other women like me that would appreciate that as well. And, um, and there are, yes. <laughs> so, oh, yes. you know, especially, you know, once you get beyond, I, I think the, the NFL fan base, um, they assume that everyone wants streetwear, hoodies, jerseys, right. um, T-shirts, but really there's so much more um, that, that women want to wear right. and um, so many more places that women want may want to wear and support their team too that maybe a hoodie and a jersey is not appropriate to wear it right. to. Like fundraisers or yes, anything. Yes, yeah. work, that kind of thing. And exactly. so that was the um, essence of that expansion into that the NFL. That is true. Yeah. I didn't think about that, Kia. So when you, like, we used to have like Fridays, you know, say there was a Steeler game that mm -hmm. weekend, we would dress like that when I worked at the TV station and we would wear the jersey. Mm -hmm. But it was at a television station. So really our attire was mostly like, you know, business casual. Mm -hmm. So it would have been nice to have like this wrap dress with, I yes. love that, <laughs> like a shawl kind of thing that you have. like Our poncho. The, yes, mm -hmm. the poncho with mm -hmm. the black and gold. It's Gorgeous. And Thank that's you. something you can wear. It doesn't matter that it, it's the Steeler colors. Exactly. It could actually go with anything. And that's why I love it. Because you're not just doing the Steelers. You're doing all the teams. Yes. So I'm licensed to do all 32 teams. We're currently doing... 
21 because wow. we're phasing in um, slowly because the way we design with all the color blocking, it is pretty labor um, intense to buy all the fabric and cut. And so all those different color blocks, because we do make it all here in America in my little factory in Pittsburgh. Thank you. That's <laughs> wonderful. Keeping the jobs yes. for everyone here. That is, I just want to say before I forget, thank you so much for doing that when you were saying about the body types, mm -hmm. because I find as a woman, as I get older, yeah. the body is kind of shaping a little bit differently. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm looking at clothes when I go to the stores and I'm finding that I'm not finding that outfit or something that flatters me and makes mm -hmm. me feel good about who I am and, and what I'm wearing. And mm -hmm. all the styles that I see are just, they just look flattering for any size. Thank you. And, mm -hmm. and you, like at your store, where is your store, by the way? So our store is in Aetna. Okay. Um, so it's uh, just over, just outside the beyond the city. We're just a few miles from downtown. When did you open that? So that store we opened in 2018, I believe. So we've been there a while, a little while. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when you go to your store, hun, like you're, you have certain hours or, you mm -hmm. know, are you there or do people? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I am, I am usually there. Our store hours are um, Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 5. And then Saturday, 10 to 4. I'm usually there Tuesday through Friday, provided that I'm not over at the factory. Um, and then um, I'm never, usually never there on the weekends. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> That's family time. <laughs> I know, because I was going to ask you, too, like, are you, are you making clothes for men, too, or is this just designed for women? So right now, um, our main collection is just for women. Um, we have had a lot of requests for menswear. I would love to get into menswear, but you know, the marketing dollars are only go but so far. So right. um, we haven't expanded into that yet. But we do have um, the Coach T collection for men. I which saw is a collection that. Of yes. Tell us a little bit about that. It's a, it's the Coach T. So it's your husband's line, like what he wears when he's coaching? Yeah. So not what he wears when he's coaching. <laughs> he's, he's, he's contractually obligated to wear you know, NFL right. Nike apparel, but right. um, these are kind of the sayings that the that he kind of the random things he says that the fans really <laughs> enjoy, and whether they make fun of it or believe it, um, and and even the players, we've actually had players request certain sayings, and so yeah. we turned them into T-shirts um, for the fans, and they're they're doing actually really I well. I, I know, seriously, they love it. The players are they all requesting? Things yes, too? <laughs> yes, the players are requesting certain sayings, and then they're requesting the T-shirts. So we every so often we drop off. A case of t-shirts over in the locker room <laughs> they're like thank you yes. <laughs> but what I saw like on your reels that you have on mm -hmm. Instagram and Facebook and other social medias I see that you have the before and that's what makes it so neat when you were showing the t-shirt mm -hmm. and what it would look like and then all of a sudden it goes right to how you cut it mm -hmm. off the shoulder and make you make it look so I mean how do you get these inspirations of these designs oh geez um I'd say <laughs> a lot of different places um probably the, my main inspiration comes from having been a custom designer. So I'm always designing around the different body types that I see. Um, I, I understand and I experience myself. I'm coming up on 50 very, very soon. Oh, you're a baby. Um, <laughs> I'm 51. <laughs> that, you know, as we get older, like you said, our body changes and we're not used to, I'm still, in my mind, I'm still the same shape, size and shape I was when I was 26. And so yeah. when I'm attracted to that, those styles that I would wear then, and yeah. I put them on and I'm frustrated because it doesn't right. look the same, doesn't feel the same. And then I don't want to shop anymore. And so I really do try to design with that woman in mind, even in you know, as it relates to our tips and our styling advice and, you know, our customer service, right. um, trying to help those women 
um, dress their kind of new their new figures, their new lifestyles. Right. And and I say lifestyles too because we're also um, our target market. We're kind of that sandwich generation. So we've got kids at home, we've got older parents, we've got work. You right. know, we've got a lot of responsibilities that we have to um, allocate our time to. We don't have time to be in the, our yeah. closet for forty minutes in the no. morning deciding what we're going to wear and changing you know changing it up every right. as our roles change throughout the day. So that's probably that's really where a lot of my um, inspiration comes from. Another one is I do watch, um, you know, all the runway shows and that type of stuff. And it's all so beautiful, but impractical right. for most, the majority of us. And so yeah. um, I use that as inspiration and, and takeaways on how I love this look. How can I convert or take pieces of that and bring it into an everyday wearable um, style. So, uh, like I said, we use exclusively bamboo sweatshirt fleece and jersey. So basically, t-shirts and sweats. Yes. How so can I take that's the kind of material. So yes. It washes pretty nice. Washes nicely, drapes nicely. Is the softest thing you will ever feel. And how do I take that evening gown that I saw on the runway that had the really cool neckline? How right. do I turn that into? a sweatshirt that can be worn every day, but also appropriate for work. So that's that's where the other inspiration comes from. Yeah, see, I love that because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't think about that when mm-hmm. you're, and like you said, as we're getting older, I do feel that there are some clothes out there that I'm trying to fit into, like mm-hmm. even buttoning, yes. <laughs> like buttons, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm like, I don't want to, but this button's not working. And then I blame the washer, I'm like, or the dryer. I said, they must have shrunk. <laughs> so we actually, we actually, one thing that's unique about our brand is yeah. we don't use any fasteners, no hooks, no zippers, no buttons, no snaps no elastic I love it um the most we'll do is a fabric tie like a bow yes. um, but other than that we, we just use I the stretch that's in that. the fabric yeah <laughs> <laughs> because when I was looking at your line and there's a lot of solids too which yes. you can really bring and tell me more about that you have like I don't know if it's a shirt that's underneath but you have like it's right around oh, your that's, waist so that's line. our we call it that's our waist scrunchie we call it oh and I we, love that a yes, waist scrunchie yes. so we use it for Amy, everything Amy I need that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we use it for everything so one one is that um, we do do a lot of solids, and that's because solids, um, you know, when you dress monochromatically, it's very slimming, it's yes. very polished, it's lengthening, and so that's why I, I do that. It's also easy to dress. I don't want to call it granimals, but, you know, right. it kind of is for the woman who's not, you know, overly confident in her ability to style and put pieces together. Like, you can't go wrong with the top and the bottom that match. Right. So then we use the waist scrunchie for a few different things. If you want to inject um, a little bit of color into the monochromatic look, or if you want to just give a little ruching around your waistline, do you want to define your waistline? Do you want to define above your waistline? So someone like me who doesn't have a waistline, I'm more like a brick. Oh my <laughs> God, square. no, you're not. That's what, I was just going to say that's me. I'm like, I'm yes. like built like a boy. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> so, so then you would, you know, you could bring that waist scrunchie up and make it more of an umpure waistline. Yes. And so that accentuates, accentuates, you know, above the waistline instead of at the waistline that I don't really have. So we yes. use it for a lot of different things. We even use it for tube tops, um, tube tops over items, layering, or just a tube top like, you know, you want to have, you know, midsection or just something fitted on. Um, Yeah, we actually, I I even have a customer that wears it as a head wrap, who double wraps it on and it makes like a turban. You're (laughs) kidding. Oh my gosh. See, I love that. And I love how you call it a waist scrunchie. (laughs) We're dating ourselves back in the 80s. Yes, yes. (laughs) Meanwhile, the scrunchies are back. But that's another thing. So you just have clothing, hun, or do you have any like accessories? Do you have any earrings or necklaces? So we do have um, a couple accessories in the form of belts that I've designed. Um, So we have two belts um, that are similar to the waist scrunchie. They are wide, so they camouflage a lot, but yet they're still, they're elastic, so they're a bit 
corset-esque. They can, you know, cinch in a little bit, and they just kind of cover a multitude of sins. So I do have two um, awesome belt accessories, um, a couple silk scarves that I worked with an artist to design the print. So just ways to kind of dress up the monochromatic look, add a little punches of color here and there, different little style ways to style it around the neck, around the waist, yes. and, you know, around the head. Um, I think that's I the hardest thing for, I, I'm speaking for myself, not the public, but is when I do buy something like a scarf or the, you know, the waist scrunchie, I don't know how to make it look nice. Mm-hmm. I see the pictures. I see all, you know, I'm like, oh, how do I? So by going into your store, looking on your website, you can see all the different ways to wear it. And I love yes. that. Yeah, and the best thing is, like, if people can either come into the store, we have people that send us pictures. If we can see what you look like and what your body shape is, then we can, you know, give better advice as to, you know, maybe how you could wear that scarf. So if you are, you know, kind of a fuller through the middle, you know, right. we don't want to put a tie a scarf, try to tie a scarf around your waist or, or, you know, bring attention to that area. We would want to do something around the neck. But if you have, like, a fuller neck, there's, you know, we don't want to double tie it into a, turtleneck we want to right. do something long and drape but you know some some styling um tricks like that there re- there really isn't like i'm mm-hmm. just learning now it's only taken me how many years <laughs> <laughs> so you- we do have like on our website we do yeah. have this really cool um body scan where oh i didn't it, know that yeah so okay. if you don't know what size you should buy you do this quick little body scan using your phone you kind of prop it against the wall you do a little spin and it takes your measurements and then it tells you recommends what sizes you should wear and also recommends your body shape and it would say your I, I can't see what you look like since you're sitting down but you said you were you said you were boyish straight so you would yes. be because I'm top heavy and bottom heavy. Okay, so you well, if you have a waistline, then you would be hourglass. If you don't have a waistline, then you would be um, evenly balanced. And then we have a whole PDF that's targeted towards your shape, evenly balanced. Really? That says you should wear necklines, and, and not even specific necessarily to our brand, but just in general, yes. necklines that are shaped like this. Do this. What what kind of waistlines you should be looking for? What kind of shaped skirts you should be looking for? And then you know you could read that and then go to yes. the mall and. Find your own flattering things. No, I'm going to your to store. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love I love your skirts too because I don't wear like pencil skirts. I used mm-hmm. to, and they they don't they just look so comfortable. Like you yes. said, the material that you're wearing, it's all about comfort today nowadays. It is. You know, I mean, <laughs> as much as I want to come out of the runway, <laughs> yes, <laughs> my own big runway, but I just want to be comfortable in my skin mm-hmm. and not feel like oh I can't so wear these. We, we describe our stuff as non-binding. Yes. Non-binding. <laughs> so our waistbands are like six inches wide. We use the same waistband on everything. Six inch, inches wide, stretch. You can wear it high-waisted. You can flip it down like a yoga pant. But yeah. it, it's like the best thing. You don't have to unbutton your pants after you eat a meal. You don't have to like unbutton <gasps> hey, your pants when you're sitting in the up. car. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, I'm not sure when this is going to air. But, <laughs> but yeah, when the holidays come and you're exactly. just, you just want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I love what you're doing. What is your favorite part about owning your own business? My favorite part is just figuring it all out. Um, I've never really worked anywhere else, yeah. so it's it's a little, I mean, it's hard and it's challenging because I don't know maybe like what wor- work culture should be or what things are appropriate, right. you know, in a place of business. Um, and I, you know, everyone I hire is lovely and I expect them all just to have good manners and know how to behave right. themselves, but there are um, things that you do have to, uh, you know, kind of enforce and, and direct. So I love learning how to be a leader, how to manage people, right. how to be a good leader, um, how to run a business, how to market, how to sell, how to design. 
um, how to produce, like all this stuff I never went to school for. I didn't, um, you know, I didn't work anywhere else or have any mentors. So it's all just kind of self-learning and I find that exciting. Yes, (laughs) I know. I'm learning every day Mm -hmm. about new things. My biggest thing is the business aspect. Yes. About a business. Mm -hmm. I just said business twice. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, you you know, nobody tells you how to do it. It's like, do I have to go back to school? (laughs) I don't want to go back to school. And I find that it's, it's not it's probably not even relevant to what they teach you in business school. I Mm -hmm. think it is just other types of education that you may have learned, you know, on another job or working for someone else. But if you didn't do that, then yeah, you're on your own. You you really (laughs) figured out. Yeah. I mean, so tell us a little bit, are you doing any events or do you do any fundraising or anything like that? Um, we do works? events. So we, we actually just had an event last week in our store. Um, that was a uh, styling event. And we collaborated with um, another uh, woman who does amazing styling. Uh, we are planning another one for the holidays. So we do a lot of in-store events. We are trying to get back to virtual events. We did a lot of virtual events, even actually even before COVID, because our a lot of our customers don't live in Pittsburgh. Right. And so we had a really good virtual event regular like kind of monthly um, presentation that we would do that was question and answer I'd have models I'd have photos I'd have photos of women with different body types I think that's pretty pretty much what everyone loved is I would bring on women with different body types and I would style them either in the same thing or in different things and so people could see and identify with a body type that looked like them and then see how the clothes would fit or what things they should be looking for and then at the end we would do an open forum Q&A. So I think that's what people love. So I'm going right, to make sure you get back to that. That really does. Mm-hmm. Because a, a lot of times you will see an outfit and you'll think, or you order online, it comes mm-hmm. in and you're like, wait a minute, this doesn't fit me like it should. Mm-hmm. So this kind of gives you that aspect of looking at someone else's body type and saying, wait, my body type's similar to this. Yes. So this is what I need. So your sizes are more like small, medium, large, extra Correct. large. So they're we, not like six. So Nope. There's um, small. We've actually gotten rid of extra small. We um, don't make extra small anymore because ah. we find that there's not a lot. They would just go. They would just stay on the racks. Nobody yes. would buy them. Um, but we added a plus size to some of the pieces. We're currently trying to expand that. So we are small up to three X, yes. and all of our pieces are designed to be kind of interchangeable and multitasking. And so if you see a look. Um, maybe two pieces that you love that look, but maybe that's not quite appropriate for your body type, then we can show you other options, other pieces that will mix and match together to give you specifically the look that you're looking for. It's amazing. I mean, I, I, I think I saw some hot pink on your website. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I got to get that outfit. <laughs> I saw it was like off the shoulder. I think it was like a, do you call it a mock turtleneck or is it like a turtleneck? Um, we, like we have for that in that color, since it was spring, it was probably more of a mock turtle. It was okay. Mm-hmm. And it was like off the shoulder. And mm-hmm. then it was like a little bit, I think it had both sleeves. Mm-hmm. Cause I see that you do a lot of off the shoulder. I do. I do a lot. Oh, shoulders are so sexy. Uh, yeah, so sexy. Shoulders are in. They are. <laughs> and everything, it frames the face. I always go, I do a lot of asymmetrical items yes. um, because it creates interest. It keeps the, the, the person that's looking at you, keeps their eye moving and not just kind of fixated on a part of your body kind of stuck in making you in their view, making like kind of widening your figure. Right. Their eye is constantly moving down your outfit and so there it's just more appealing and so right. I do a lot of asymmetry a lot of off the shoulder um 
Yeah, I know, you're right. Stick. Shoulders are in. <laughs> I have nice shoulders. <laughs> yes. Most of us do. I mean, I don't I don't know that I've seen a bad shoulder. <laughs> I know, seriously, right? Now, what is it like? Is your husband and your kids really supportive of this? I mean, are they the ones that you're like trying the clothes on or <laughs> <laughs> So yes, they are very supportive. Your models. Um, I think my husband finds it a little funny. Just be well because he's known me, he's always known that I sewn and designed since you know, since we met. He did tell me recently <laughs> that he, when we first met, he thought it was strange and possibly a deal breaker that I sewed <laughs> because he didn't know what? anybody that sewed, <laughs> and know. that was very odd and you know, kind of Amish. And so, <laughs> so he wasn't sure about that, but um, it's a lost <laughs> art, yeah, it really <laughs> is. You can't find seamstress anywhere, yes. so um, he, he finds it interesting, but he's also. I think he enjoys that I have my own thing and yes. and something that he doesn't have to worry about me being bored or lonely right. or um, just kind of no, getting obsessed with what he does because I don't right. have anything of my own to do. So I think that that um, you know helps him be supportive and he's really proud of the accomplishments accomplishments that I've yes. made over the years while also taking care of the family and taking care of him as well. Oh, yeah. So, it's yeah. It's multitasking. Yes. I mean, there is a lot to say about that. Yes. You're incredible. I'm just like, I, you know. I'd be so much bigger, though, if I didn't have to. I know. <laughs> what the heck? I could be running the world. <laughs> yeah, get out of my way. I got other things <laughs> yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah. And then my kids are super supportive. They, um, they come in and work. You know, they'll move fabric, move sewing machines, move equipment. Over COVID, we were tasked with sewing um, 20,000 masks for oh Highmark Healthcare. And so my, that was my daughter's very first job. She was 14. She got her working yes. papers and she clocked in uh, eight hours a day on a sewing machine making masks and Aww. got her paycheck. So <laughs> that was cool to be able to be her, her first boss and to um, see for her, you know, to be the one to teach her what it's like in a workforce, but also really impressive to see how she, you know, she was amazing in the workforce. I really didn't have much to do, but I think they're, my kids are proud and, um, and I think it's also helped them to be independent and also to strive for their own goals. They see what I've been building and the mistakes and the challenges and, you know, the fear and the successes I've had. And I think it makes it, easier and more palatable for them to dream big about what they want to do. Um, It does. Yeah. And it also, you know, kind of when I first started working out of the house, they were used to having me home um, at their every, you know, Mm -hmm. beck and call. And I remember, you know, when somebody forgot a lunch, I used to take it. And once I started working, I'd be like, I can't leave work to to take your lunch. I guess you'll be hungry today and you'll remember tomorrow. (laughs) And so it allowed them to kind of grow up and yeah, (laughs) learn, learn to. It's so true. I'm like listening to you and I feel like the same thing's happening (laughs) to me. And I, you know, at first the kids were like, mom, this is, you know, what are you doing? (laughs) But I think that they, my daughter sees me as, you know, being a woman entrepreneur and doing Mm -hmm. my own business and learning Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of social media things that you know my generation well you know you're a lot younger than me but you know I see that I haven't learned that and I'm just trying to keep up with TikTok Mm -hmm. and Twitter oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) you know and that you know trying to keep up with that but I I mean I do I I hope that the kids realize that yeah we've done all all we can do I still have a a son in high school Mm -hmm. and he's independent now Yes. I mean, he's like, he does his own thing. Because I'm like, mommy's got to work. Yes. Mm-hmm. You say the same thing, I get right? same thing. I have two in college and one in high school still. Oh, that's right. We and, talked um, about it. I have yes. two in college. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, I think that they're really proud. And I think, I, I hope it's inspiring to them. 
Yes, it's just, you know, it's just mm-hmm. one of those things where when you find your passion, you find mm-hmm. something that you love, you just feel like I have a purpose. I wake up every mm-hmm. day and I just thank my lucky stars that I have yeah. something. And I'm, you know, I can just see it in your eyes how passionate you are <laughs> about what you do. And I can't wait to buy my hot pink outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's also more, I mean, if we have the women especially, I think we can just look at it as a career change. Right. It's just like, it's normal. It should be normal. It I, should be normal. I did that one career for, you know, close to 20 years and now mm-hmm. I'm on to the, my next career. And right. I think our kids should be able to see that career change is good. It's okay. If, you right. know, I don't have to get locked into what I'm doing right out of college and never get to do anything else like it's okay take the leap yes you know take yes don't you know don't sell yourself short don't Mm -hmm. think you can't do something always have that encouragement you can do it right you know it's not it's never (laughs) too late now I have one more question for you and if there's anything else um that you wanted to to bring up before I ask you this last question um I don't I don't any new Mm -hmm. styles for 2024 Uh, well we did we we haven't I'll let you in we haven't haven't launched it yet um but a fragrance we have a fragrance coming out I'm very excited about I've I've always been a perfume person I love fragrance but I never wear it because it always gives me a headache Um, to the point where my assistant would tell people you know if they're coming for an appointment not to wear perfume because I hope I don't have too much no I don't I don't know you're good you're good um but that so I you know never had gotten out of the habit of wearing perfume and so I designed a perfume that is light and fresh and you know doesn't linger behind in an elevator to make the next person sick right (laughs) right because there's certain scents and our bodies you know give off different Mm -hmm. so like if you wore a perfume and I tried it on it wouldn't smell the same right right (laughs) people don't realize that but I just started realizing I mean I used to I feel like my hair, my cousin did my hair today. I feel like I look like Peg Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) If it were a little higher, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. You know who Peg Bundy is, right? Amy, you know who. I was the one girl that was drying my hair. She goes, I don't know who that is. (laughs) Dating myself. Yeah, it's a different generation, I guess. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I'm like, come on, everybody knows. What is it? Not, I was going to say all my children. Um, Love and and marriage is a song. Love and marriage. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. what is it called? Um, married with married children. With children. Yes. Married with children. <laughs> that's us, that's us. <laughs> so my last question for you, my darling, is tell us um, tell us something that the people of Pittsburgh don't know about you and your clients that you have. Um, I would say probably that I I really don't know a lot about football. <laughs> I think that's probably most that's surprising me. I don't to people. <laughs> yeah, I um I didn't grow up. I well I was raised by a single mom, um, me too. who wasn't a football watcher. So I didn't grow up watching the sport. Um, yeah. I remember right. when my husband first started coaching, and I would I would go and sit and watch just because the weather was nice. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> um, but I remember exactly. this one game where he was, he was coaching in college and the quarterback kept getting sacked. And I said to him after the game, I said, honey, I think that they were playing it. The other team was was rushing him. They weren't doing one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi before they rushed. And he just looked at me like I was sleeping. Because that's how you learn it in gym class when you're – Play flag football. You have to go what one Mississippi, two Mississippi. He, he was just like, like, "Oh my <laughs> lord!" Like I think he, at that point, he had never realized that I did had no idea, <laughs> had no idea. So um, yeah, so I I I um I enjoy football right. now. Um, I don't know a lot about it, but um, I have learned some. But I, I I'll say that I intentionally don't learn it because I know that that's like the last thing my husband wants to come home to me to asking him about. questions about football. He just did right. you know a fourteen hour day, and here I am going. Well, what are you going to do this weekend? And why this? And yes. I heard this on ESPN and it's on the talk <laughs> radio. And uh, we actually even have a rule that we we don't watch 
you know, NFL, ESPN, or any of those sports channels on football in the house. He calls it post office TV. Yes. Because yes. his dad used to work in the post office, and he equates it to if his dad worked in the post office, you know, for 10 hours, and yes. then he came home and was watching post office TV. Right. Like, you don't want to do that. So, yeah, so we don't, we don't watch it. I don't, you know, ask him questions. Yeah. We're um, fans. We're fans. And I'm yeah. the same way. I mean, I'm a big Steeler fan. Stellars. Mm. <laughs> Stellars. <laughs> and oh, I was going to say, growing up, what um, – where did you live, hon? Uh, northern New Jersey. Okay, so you're from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do you like Pittsburgh? I do. It's. Yeah. I mean, we've been here 17 years. It's it's yeah. home now. I always tell people that it's, um, we've. I mean, we've lived all over the country. We've lived in so many different states. But Pittsburgh is very, it's, I just feel like it's very normal. Um, yes. People are doing the same friendly. things we're doing. Yep. They're it's friendly. Safe. They're going to work. They're, you know, raising their families. Right. They're doing the same things we're doing. So I'd, I'd say very normal. It is. It, it's normal. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. normal. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was born and raised here. And mm-hmm. I, you, when you were saying single mom, I had a single mom too. I just feel like we have so much yeah. in common. I just, You and I could sit at the games and just... We'll just get our nachos and chit-chat. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and talk about our outfits. Yep. <laughs> I just thank you so much for being on Spill With Me, Jenny D. I mean, this is such a pleasure and an honor to have you, to, to give up your day, to even come up here and be with me. I do so appreciate you. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. You're very easy to talk to, so oh, that was fun. You were so sweet. <laughs> and Amy, Mink, thank you so much. The studio is unbelievable. I appreciate you having us here. And Jake. <laughs> Uh, Jake behind the scenes. So thank you so much. This was Spill With Me, Jenny D. Take care. Come spill with me.